Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ordinary Detour. My name is Michaela. My name is Cody. And the episode will be starting in 500, 499, 498. <laughs> Recalculating. <laughs> Michaela asked for a countdown prior to the episode um, recording. And I was like, all right, 50, 49, 48. She started going, up. So I reset to 500, and yeah, you, you get the, <laughs> the gist. It was it was funny when it happened, it, except it for what it is. Except it for what it is, lol. Amazing. Thanks for yeah. sharing. So, um, last week we talked about like action, so much action. If you haven't listened to last week's, go listen. Action. Mm-hmm. Action photography. Oh, I thought we were talking about action figures. I wanted to talk about my GI Joes. One time when I was a kid and I still I was like old enough to play with dolls still my family I think it was my uncle they bought me a G.I. Joe instead of like a Barbie or Bratz doll or whatever I wanted (laughs) and they're like it can be you know like the the boyfriend and I was like absolutely not he's like one half the size of my Bratz doll this ain't gonna work out. They don't fit in the car together. It looks weird. (laughs) I was heated. So instead, G.I. Joe just went hunting because he wore camouflage and brought them all dinner. You're welcome. (laughs) At what age is it no longer socially acceptable to use dolls? Probably three in 2022. I don't know. I'd say 54. <laughs> that nice. is my that is my analysis of what is socially appropriate. You're welcome. I played Thank you with for coming to my TED talk. Sorry. Kids toys. <laughs> You're good. I played with kids toys until I was like 17 and like from 17 to 22 I still like ran around in the sprinkler in the front yard and the <laughs> like by myself as an adult. <laughs> you know so. if you look at how toys have evolved I still play with toys because kids don't (laughs) play with like, not that it doesn't still happen. There's still dolls and those things, but like Mm -hmm. toys nowadays are like tablets and like drones. Like a drone is a toy for a lot of kids. And I play with drones. Does Mm -hmm. that make me a kid? Yes. We're all children at heart. All right. You heard it here first. You always see people at like ATV stores and they're like, ah, yes, toys for parents. (laughs) But I also rode an ATV as a kid. <laughs> I I did a couple times actually, and like dirt bikes, mm-hmm. the brap brap machines, brap brap machine. Now you just have street brap brap machine, a little less brap, <laughs> much less brap, and then adding <laughs> some turn signals and rear view mirrors. I can't say rear view mirror that good unless I really try. Okay, just mumble it. Let's let's hear what it sounds like. That is not when you try and say rear view mirror, you do not sound like (laughs) you said mumble it, so I did. Okay, I looked in my rear view mirror. (laughs) I think it's fine. I give you a pass. You know, I probably just got better at it because I said I sucked at it so much and then I practiced by telling everyone how bad I was. It accidentally fixed it. (laughs) I'm a professional. No speech therapy for you. No need. That's You're welcome. Thank you for coming to be assessed (laughs) for speech therapy here on Ordinary (laughs) Detour. It's the need to enunciate when I'm talking for podcasting. (laughs) You know, that's fair. It's really easy. We don't realize how much we do it, 
but it's really easy to not pronunciate the words we we speak on a daily basis. Yeah, I feel that. There are some um, foreign exchange students in my high school, and they were always like wildly lost (laughs) Um, sometimes when people would talk to them. And then you realize like we just slur together a whole bunch of words and use a bunch of contractions that are like slang that they probably don't even know or like aren't aware of at this point in time. It's like, whoa. But at the same time, don't, you know, be like derogatory and rude about it and just be like, can you hear me? Like, yeah, they understand English. You just don't you just don't need to be like, (laughs) you're welcome. Thanks. I think. Lessons. Um, we were watching a video the other day and they are dragging <laughs> with the giant rocket. I don't even know. They're just a giant moving platform, oh. to be honest. <laughs> I don't know what they call the them. Rollout. Yeah, the rollout of um the Artemis mission, the moon mission. Yeah. Yeah, Artemis one or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think so. Which is cool. Um I know that like SpaceX does it too. And I mean, I don't really pay much attention to the rest of the other space companies, but I'm sure they all do that where they just kind of drag their rocket over on like a giant, like treaded platform that moves at like freaking two miles an hour. <laughs> Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just scoot it really, really slow, which is cool. I mean, Sometimes when I need to get out of bed and I'm just not ready for it, I just scoop my butt really, really slow and it works. <laughs> it's just preparing, mentally preparing for launch. <laughs> yeah, see, you can apply rocket science to every aspect of your life. Thank you. <laughs> you sound so smart. <laughs> um, Today was one of those days where it's like I was so tired um, that like I could barely function during yes. the day. Yes. Um, I feel like everyone knows those days. It, they just happen. You just get, get out of bed like, I am not ready for this. And then you <laughs> get into work. You work for two hours going strong after having your caffeine. You're still drinking your caffeine going hard on that second cup of coffee or energy drink or soda, whatever it is. Whatever your choice. Um, and, uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I need a nap. <laughs> I know. You just hit a brick wall. Like, I, I woke up on the brick wall this morning. <laughs> it was very bad. I was like, my eyes could barely open. And I mean, I don't know. I woke up and I had to kill a spider last night. So then I didn't sleep very great after that. <laughs> it was three millimeters long. Probably, but you know, it could have been in my bed. So then I had to look <sighs> at my entire bed with the flashlight on. To make sure that there wasn't a colony of spiders ready to crawl inside my clothing and kill me. The cat would not have allowed it to get into your bed. See, what I should have done is I I hit the spider with the slipper on the ceiling and then it fell on the ground and I have carpet. So then I should have just picked up the sleepy cat and stuck her in front of it and see if she ate it or not or if she didn't care about it. Because if she didn't care about it, then I know she's not going to protect me, but she tries to protect me from the ghosts that apparently exist behind my bed when I'm trying to fall asleep that she has to stare at all of a sudden. So run on my bed and look behind me like, thank you. There's probably a 
the hash slinging slasher back there. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. <laughs> Cats are goofy. So I should have seen if she was truly loyal protector or not. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> cats are interesting, really. They really are. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you got cats that chase mice and you got cats that wouldn't kill a fly. And cats that just like drag socks all around your house and pile them underneath your couch instead of like catching bugs. Yep. <laughs> my cat doesn't do that. She just puts all her cat toys way underneath my bed. So then I have to crawl under my bed to get them. <laughs> or underneath any piece of furniture, really. I know, and then she gets all upset and has to look at me and then look back where Toy is, so I have to get it for her. It's really fun. I like watching how animals communicate with people. Yeah. I think the other day we were talking about um, working dogs and how interesting um, some of their jobs are. Yeah, like they have dogs that can sense if you're going to have a seizure or for epilepsy or like can smell like the sugars on your skin and be able to for diabetes mm-hmm. and be able to tell if a person needs insulin or sugar um, to avoid, you know, hypoglycemia or, um, hype, you know, under or over, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, too much or too little sugar, uh, blood sugar. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that stuff's cool. And then additionally, I mean, they can lead the blind, they can search for pretty much anything from people, to drugs, to, um, your mom's dinner last night, like everything. <laughs> that you're just gonna say your mom. No, your mom's dinner. <laughs> or that toothpick she used on Thursday evening at approximately seven forty three PM. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's so funny. Um speaking of dinner and food and the fact that we're going to the freaking moon again, which is absolutely wild. Um, I don't know if you want to, you know, it's not again, though, this time it's like we can stay. It's not just go to the moon and leave. It's like, go to the moon and stay. Yeah. It's like, hurry up and stay there. That's fair. We're going to have like the gateway, which is going to just orbit, like be in moon orbit, lunar orbit. That sounds better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and then just be like the little station there. And I just thought of so many things after thinking of this topic that I'll get into in a little bit, but I want some of the more elementary goofy topics we can talk about first. (laughs) I was going to say, how would you, how do you imagine or how would you design, however you want to interpret this question, um, like a moon colony? You know, I always think about this too, because it's like, do you have a dome where you have oxygen or do you need to go out in your spacesuit? Because, and this is important. Because, like, let's say you if you colonize, you need schools, right? Right. So high school on Earth and high school on the moon are going to be very different. Oh, yeah. Do you still have cliques? Like, <laughs> so, for example, does, like, the emo goth crowd, do they, like, spray paint their spacesuits <laughs> black before they come to school? <laughs> Mom, if you didn't order me the dark black, not the light black, not the gray spacesuit for school this year, I'm just going to lose it. <laughs> they just spray paint them that solves all their problems can you imagine like graffiti on the moon they'd be like bro we're gonna send your ass down to earth if you don't knock it off <laughs> well i don't know these are just just the thing the thoughts that i have it's like moon <laughs> high school here like, you know didn't disney of... do a movie on this the <laughs> xenon movie 
I don't know if it was the moon. It's been a really long time. Oh, space. Space. Yeah, space. Space stuff. colonization. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, I think we watched a few minutes of that the other day, and wow, it was pretty cringy. <laughs> yeah, it's like things that I was like, oh, this was good as a kid. It's kind of like, eh. <laughs> as an adult, it's just maybe not quite it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Um, a show I haven't seen anywhere or like really heard talked about very much. Bob the Builder. No, I see memes of Bob <laughs> the Builder all the time. <laughs> what, what show? Phil of the Future. Oh, yeah. I Did remember you ever watch Phil. that? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. I just like I want to watch it again, but I don't even know if it's on anything. Was it Disney? I feel like it was. It was Disney. And also, I just really want one of those, whatever, they, I can't remember what they were called. They were basically like jet ski, snowmobile flying things yes. that you could just fly in the sky. I just want one of those. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Apparently. <Ugh. laughs> we don't have these yet. <laughs> we have but, experimental aircraft, and it's not the same. But I was kind of thinking a, a little more in depth on that, like how would society be if we like colonized either a giant spacecraft or like put colonies on the moon or something and eventually like Mars maybe um, would we like adopt the same societal structure that we have from whatever country goes there no it would be moon society yeah or would it be like brand new like how would the class system work like how would you know because it's more about survival at least at this early stages point in time rather than like I don't know, doing dumb stuff and just existing. <laughs> We're not quite there Building yet. We don't have cities. and those things, yeah. Yeah, but then, like, when it gets to that point, like, uh, that's just interesting to think about. Yeah, your exports will be going to Earth. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Or Mars. Or or Jupiter, Uranus, or wherever, <laughs> wherever other planets we end up colonizing. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All the planets. <laughs> we'll just orbit them all. Anyway, my moon colonies, all I could think of was high school on the moon, That's which so I thought funny. was hilarious. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, that's really interesting. I think of like how food, I was also thinking about like food <laughs> and how I've seen um like videos of people being in the International Space Station, like what they eat and stuff. But I mean, you have to have like spacecraft food for that journey. But then when you're actually like living on the moon or something, like how would food still be weird and prepackaged and ugly? <laughs> or would it be more like normal food like at some point? I suppose it would because for sustainability, you'd need like farming and stuff like that. I was going to say, didn't you say they've grown stuff in the moon dirt? I think so. There's like a trial down on the U.S. where they like grew a potato or something there you go. <laughs> in moon dirt. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> well, it's like my thinking logically is too. So if we weigh one sixth of our weight on the moon for moon weight, then what we weigh on Earth somewhere around there, I feel like, is it something um, like that? Yeah, it would be it'd be a rough awakening to go back and forth or from like, the moon to Earth specifically would be really hard. 
Yeah, and the long-term impact of the gravity change would be really weird. I know that they have, I've read a, a long time ago about studies they were doing about like your eyeball fluids and how your eyeballs exist and change after being like stationed in the ISS for six months um, and how that can impact everything. Because I mean, everything just floats around a whole lot more because it doesn't, it's not gravity so much. And then also... Would we have like artificial gravity? Do we know how to do that yet? Does the is the government just not sharing? <laughs> Let me turn on the gravity machine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> me neither. I yeah, just can you imagine like sleeping upright? Because and but you're just like weightless. That would just be weird. You know, it would definitely take some getting used to. I can't say I would know how I would feel about it because I've just never done it. <laughs> and I can't imagine it because I've never experienced that. I feel like that's the vast majority of us. Yeah. It's hard to imagine not so much gravity. Yeah. Because we've always had it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure people who have gone up in the space could probably give us some more insight, but I don't, I don't know. Leave your comments in the chat <laughs> mm-hmm. at um, ordinary death tour chat for moon reckless endangerment 2027 uh, 365941 dot net dot I don't know I'm just being <laughs> this is what happens when you <laughs> let me think I'm funny oh relatable it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, haha, I have a funny meme for you. And you're like, who let this, who let this, who thing, made this meme? <laughs> who let this meme happen? <laughs> Why do you think it's funny? No, it's all good. I think if I had to design my own, maybe they'd make you pick like what you would get for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and like a ugly prepackaged space food thing. <laughs> you're really on the food, huh? I am. But also, we went to like a sporting goods store recently and I just love camping food. So, I just think about that all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, I would probably, they have really good at like granola with dried fruits and powdered milk. They just pour water into for like camping. I love that for breakfast or like the freaking dried up eggs and stuff. I'm like, this is nasty, but I like it. <laughs> is that weird? Isn't freeze-dried candies a trend that's happening right now? Yes, I see that. And it just looks puffy and whack. Let me see if I can find a good picture of it. <laughs> yeah, I have to post on ordinarydetour.com. That's also, a real website. How do you freeze-dry How do you freeze-dry stuff at home? <laughs> uh, I feel like it's a Isn't it like liquid nitrogen? Isn't that usually how it's done? I have no idea. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I think it's usually liquid nitrogen. Um, it maybe would be CO two, but I feel like it's usually liquid nitrogen that does it. That's fair. But that's my guess. I don't actually know. Look at these Jolly Ranchers. They just turn into like big puffy. They look like tricks cereal, literally. Also, mm. if they're fluffy like that, I would eat way too much candy because this would be way easier to eat than just hard candies. Interesting. I wonder if they're soft or not. They look soft. Yeah, I don't know. I, they're, they're like a trend, <laughs> though. Can't you get like freeze-dried candies in a lot of places now? 
Um, I feel like it. I've definitely seen some freeze-dried candies and like candied fruits and a whole bunch of weird candy stuff on like marketplace <laughs> recently, which is uh interesting to me. On Facebook Marketplace, you're finding freeze-dried stuff? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to buy like candy out of somebody else's house. Like that's just not for me. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I know. Okay, I was wrong. It is not um, done in liquid nitrogen. There's like freeze dry machines. Oh, weird. Yeah. They have it's like... like you put like the food on a tray and it freezes the food at negative 40 to negative 50 degrees while drying out. That's just, I mean, it makes sense, but also my brain is like, what the heck? Like, who did, who invented that? That's weird. You can do it in, like, a freezer, too. Hmm. And you can do it with dry ice, so I'm not crazy. Oh, that's good. <laughs> in a vacuum chamber somehow, too. Interesting. Do you eat them cold still, or do you let them room temperature first? I feel like you let them room temperature, but what do I know? Same. Zombie puffs. Freeze-dried zombie puffs. What are zombie puffs? I don't know. They look like pink turd with nerds on the outside. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Well, we learned new things about food today. Um, getting back to planet Earth. <laughs> um, what else we got here on Earth? What else do we have here on Earth? A lot of things. Um. <laughs> I mean, yes, this is true. Uh, most importantly, your... Um, Internet slash ordinary detour consumption device slash uh, speakers to be able to listen to it because that's all that really what matters, like, right? Right, like, right, right. All you gotta be able to do is listen to ordinary detour, and the rest of your life problems just disappear. Exactly, it's, it's that simple. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just that simple. Asterisk. I wish it may was not work that as simple. advertised. <laughs> Disclaimer: This may not work for everybody or anybody at all. Please consult your physician for more information. <laughs> Listening may result in <laughs> listening may result in bleeding humor. ears, <laughs> crying, terrible memes, profound disregard for human life. <laughs> oh my! I'm done. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, on the food train, I guess drinks, coffee. I think we were just really hardcore examining the coffee aisle the other day, and we just came to so many conclusions about the coffee industry right now. Yeah. Like, First of all, frick inflation. Everything is expensive, and I hate it. Yeah. I mean, everyone does. I just had to complain. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I, you're one of very many. <laughs> yes. Do you, What conclusions do you have about the coffee industry at this time? I think just the realization of how incredibly simple machines like Keurigs are, um, they just, it's just instant coffee. <laughs> I know. It's not like there's a filter. Now, yes, you can get filters for your Keurig, and yes, there are specialty drinks, but generally speaking, almost all the coffee you make in your Keurig is just a pod of instant coffee. You can buy empty. a big tub of instant coffee for like mm -hmm. half the price and get an electric kettle for one eightieth or one eightieth, one eighth of <laughs> one the price dollar. of your curing. 
Just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Definitely, I have been using the instant coffee because wow, that's just so much faster and less effortful. I mean, there's probably a dump in quality at some point <laughs> compared to like super bougie beans that you have to like grind up yourself and are expensive and whatever. But like my brain just doesn't have enough capacity to like add extra things to my morning when I'm already like blinking myself awake and like fumbling around the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, you do have to get the ratio right, which is like its own little thing. But I mean, it's not that big of a deal. We could get portion cups and weigh out everything if you really want to the same way Keurig Sue. Mm-hmm. and save yourself so much money i know um i don't know that's just my um thoughts on the coffee stuff and it's not just just to point out is this isn't only the name brand keurig it's like all those instant coffee pod mm-hmm. systems um that i'm aware of i mean I, maybe the, the weird espresso ones or starbucks machines are different but i used to have some nice um K-cups for my Keurig back in my college days that were made out of like corn husk or something. Um, So they were like biodegradable and all this stuff. And they were like actually mesh on the bottom. So they never got punctured. And it was Hmm. like real coffee. Which is pretty cool, actually. Interesting. But that was definitely a rarity. (laughs) The rest of the pods that I had were just like empty when I was done with the puncture in the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that was the general... Generally, how it worked was just basically pots of instant coffee. Um, that was the easy way of doing it. My dad likes to drink um, iced tea. And Ew, why would you drink tea? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Why would you A drink lot of tea? Love tea. <laughs> That's fair. It's just like plain black, unsweetened tea, and it, you just throw some ice in the cup and then like make the tea. And it's nice when it's fresh brewed and cools down from being hot. Like that's the best. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm not a hot or cold person. It just depends for me. I can do either or. Yeah, that's fair. I can do either or too. But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. And they just have so many kinds of, like, first of all, instant coffee. <laughs> and like cappuccinos and all that stuff. And so yes, many beans do. to pick from. And there's so many liquids and I just like I make my own cold coffee at home because all of the I mean, sometimes I just buy the big like pitchers that you can just get in the cold section. But like that's so overpriced when you look at it and it bothers me so much. (laughs) Yeah, it's fair. I don't think we have like a diabolical experience like negative of coffee. This is just like coffee thoughts thoughts. from a coffee connoisseur which is not cody it's it's michaela there's your plot (laughs) twist right there meanwhile i drink instant coffee because i'm lazy (laughs) (laughs) amazing but i mean you know i'd be drinking it for the caffeine most of the time when i really want like a good coffee i'll go to like one of the nice coffee shop shacks and get myself like a really nice like premium coffee or i just scream and cry until Cody makes me espresso. Yeah, meanwhile we have like an 18 <laughs> bar espresso machine like effort. <laughs> yeah, that one's a little bit more. So there's like pretty excessive pressure, very specifically temped water. It's all about tapering it correctly um and how tight together your bean grounds are. Like that mm. one's a little more 
difficult, challenging to produce. <laughs> it's not an everyday morning activity. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's not the producing it that's hard. It's the cleanup. Yes. Cleaning up your own espresso machine is not everything it cracks up to be. That's for sure. Well, because you don't want to leave it just grubby and nasty and sticky or whatever. Like, that's so gross. I mean, I'm not the person that could do that. I'm sure others could, and I'm sure it's not actually that bad if you, like, <laughs> cleaned it once a week. That's fair. I just don't want nasty, or, well, I guess it's not nasty. <laughs> I don't want dirty coffee grounds Monday through Friday, even if it's just in the espresso machine section. I just don't <laughs> want that. Also, then your home kind of permanently smells like espresso because espresso is strong and it just kind of lasts. That's fair. I mean, I wouldn't mind if everything smelled like espresso all the time, but also I'm pretty sure the air purifiers would just like <laughs> smell like espresso after after some amount of time of soaking up all that in the air. <laughs> Do you know what? This is so random. Do you know what should be illegal? You. Yes. Um, <laughs> junk mail. Ugh. I don't want your credit card or your stupid survey. Or your warranty. Your yeah. extend your car warranty. It's all a scam anyway. But like, stop. Who gave you my mailing address? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. I give you that. Give it's you even that. worse when it's like one of two situations. Either there's a shitload <laughs> of like junk mail in your mailbox and you're like, nice. Now I have to do something with all of this freaking paper. Or if you're like waiting for something in the mail and then you just get junk mail instead, it's like even more angering. <laughs> man, I'm too tired for all this angry man. Angry man, angry bird. Angry birds. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that we should wrap it up rather than talking about junk mail. Um, so go ride a roller coaster before next week. That's your homework um, for ordinary detour. And then come back after you've ridden your favorite roller coaster. Thank you. Have a good week. <laughs> Are you going to add? You need to add in something. What do I need to add? Like, what do you want the audience to do before what's they come What's their homework? In? Yeah, what's their homework? Um, do something for themselves. Um, okay, now you're just being annoying. That's not that's not homework. That's you annoying. need to go and make this sometime this upcoming week. Make yourself a delightful breakfast. Okay, that's probably Your easier than riding breakfast. a motorcycle. We'll go with that one. A, a roller coaster or a motorcycle? I said a roller coaster. You said a motorcycle just now. Oh. <laughs> Uh, got bikes on the brain <laughs> i yeah, i told you i didn't sleep so i mean we'll just end it at that and get some sleep before next week yes you you too me too <laughs> <laughs> okay good luck All everyone right. see you guys bye